0: It's been a long time, but wait. Hear me out. It's like for death for me man. but you know, there's no turning back now. But wait. This is what makes. Hear me, me. out. This is what I am. Me. You can hate me now. QB. But I won't stop now. Cause I can't stop now. Brave hearts. You should hate me now. But stop, man. Uh, don't hate me. Hey, welcome back. You're tuning to Sports Talk with Big Sarge Podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge. Y'all better be subscribing to this podcast. Now, don't make Big Saw show up and have to have a conversation with you because it's going to go exactly like this. Hey, why aren't you following me? I bet y'all thought I was going to say, hey, what's up? What's up? Why y'all what's up? You want to fight? No, it's just a podcast. I just ask you to subscribe. I'm not that type of guy. Even though that song, that intro right there by Nas, Hate Me Now, can, can, can describe... Pretty much everything that goes on in my life in social media and sometimes on the street. Hate me for no reason. I don't know why. I'm such a lovable guy. Ask my grandbabies. They love me. They be like, Popo. I be like, grandbabies! Love them. Now, let me preface my statement by saying this. I am a University of Texas football fan. I, I'm a, uh, I'm a diehard University of Texas football fan. I think that Vince Young, outside of Earl Campbell, but I think that Vince Young is by far the greatest player to ever put on that burnt orange uniform. Vince Young, he will go down. I, I just have to say he will go down as the best player to ever play well, the University of Texas, past, present, and future. Vince was a man amongst boys. I digress. Told you all on numerous occasions that when I get behind this microphone or when I'm sitting in a uh, guest hosting with uh, Indy Kalou, former NFL player Indy Kalou on his show that he hosts called In the Trenches on Sports Talk 790, when I'm writing articles, I don't have a team. I'm not biased towards anything. I'm unbiased because I don't have a team. I'm not rooting for anybody. I'm just talking uh, or writing about what I see, what I have observed, what I have heard. I don't have a team. With that, uh, I don't have a team. I, I know I keep reiterating that, but I don't have a team. So when I look at things, especially University of Houston head football coach, Dana Hogerson. I give him a very hard time on air. I give him a very hard time on air because I don't believe that he is the one that can lead the University of Houston back to prominence. I don't believe that he can lead them back to where Tom Herman had them. I don't believe that with the University of Houston going into the big 12, that Dana Hogerson is the guy That's going to have them competing in the big 12. I've said that on numerous occasions on air, on social media, uh, on podcasts. I just don't believe it. But at this point, I don't believe that Steve Sarkeesian can help get the University of Texas back to prominence. I mean, if we're going to call a spade a spade, then let's just call a spade a spade. Steve Sarkeesian, you're not getting it done. In your first 16 games, you're seven and nine. And if you really want to break down that seven and nine, like we go, or like we're going to do here, that's not a good seven and nine. It's not. I know a guy who got fired after year three, and in his first uh, 16 games, he was six and ten. You only got one more victory and one less defeat than he does. And that's Charlie Strong. And they couldn't wait to run him up out of there. They couldn't wait. The boosters, the alumni, the former players, they couldn't wait to run Charlie Strong out of there. Look like you're on that same trajectory, buddy. Look like you're on that same path. You don't get a pass because I root for the University of Texas. No, you don't. And the sad part about it is I I don't want you to lose your job on wins and losses. I feel like you should lose your job eventually. If you can't get this one thing together, I feel like they should replace you if you can't learn to finish. If you can't get your team in position to finish games, to win games, you should be fired. That's a trait that you have, that's a trait that you have developed as a head coach. Of course you look good coming out of the University of Alabama, who does it? DJ Durkin, the defensive coordinator for Texas A&M. Who do you think helped get him back into good grace after he allowed a young man to die on his watch when he was at the University of Maryland? Oh yeah. What do they do? Hey, I'm just going to go to, let me, you know, swing on back down here to Alabama, get in good with Nick Saban, get some things, you know, get, you know, he lets me be around the organization, you know, let me be around the team. And then guess what? You know, now people are saying, oh, he's associated with Nick Saban. We should bring him back. What's going to happen with Bill O'Brien next season? So Bill O'Brien probably will be a head coach somewhere, either in the college ranks or in the NFL, based off of what? his association with the University of Alabama. Steve Sarkeesian, you got your job at the University of Texas because of your affiliation with Alabama, roll tide. But if you ask me, I think that University of Texas has wasted $5.45 million so far. That's how much you make a year, right? Last year, okay, hey, I got to come in. I got to implement my system. Oh, I get that. Every coach does. Every coach has to come in and and, and reestablish, or or, I'm sorry, not reestablish, establish establish their culture, their way uh, uh, of doing things. And you started out great. You were four and one. You were four and one last season. You started out four and one, but then, then something happened, Steve, but wait, hear me out. Me way back, back down memory lane. let's go back down memory lane coach sarkeesian 2021 started out four and one look good had people thinking texas is back texas is back and then you had to play oklahoma you led Oklahoma 38 to 10. Wow, that was amazing. You led them 38 to 10, and what do they? What is that thing called? The Red River Classic, the Red River Shootout, the Red River something. You led 38 to 10, and in the second half, you got outscored 35 to 10. Okay, it happens. I get it, Coach. It happens. Started out strong, didn't finish the game the right way. I got it, Coach. Okay, let's move on. Next week, we'll get it together. You play Oklahoma State, leading at the half, 17 to 13. Get out scored 19 to 7 in the second half. Whoa. Hold on. It's back to back weeks, coach. That you ain't looking to. You know what? It's okay. You're still getting your feet wet. You're still implementing your system, your culture, your way. I got it. Okay. All right. We got two, two games. We really don't like losing to Oklahoma definitely don't like don't like losing to Oklahoma shouldn't lose to Oklahoma state remember what i said earlier about vince young being the greatest player i've ever seen play at the university of texas did you see what he used to do to oklahoma state i digress so now you have oklahoma oklahoma state second half of both of those games your coaching allowed them to get back into the game and you lost. Two games, hey Sarge, that's a small sample size. You got anything else for me? I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. The following week against Baylor, you leading at the half 14 to 10, you get outscored 21 to 10 and lose that game. Three games in a row, Three second half failures, that's a pattern. That's three, that's a pattern. You lost those three games, lost three more and finished the season at one and seven, I'm sorry, one and six out of seven games, you lost six in a row. Three of those games against ranked opponents where you really could have said, hey, this is what you paid me to do right here, you lost. Now, got it. First year, coach, first year, you're bringing in your staff, you're bringing in, you're know, you playing with players that was left from the old regime. You're playing with players that was left from Tom Herman. Okay, I got it, coach. I got it. Cool. Get to come in the next season, 2022. Fresh start, you know you still got some of those players, but you've been able to go out and recruit and get some of the get, get players in that you want. You got some transfers in. You got your players now, coach. Second year, we should see something a little different. Go up against the uh, go up against your former team, Alabama. What happens? You lose twenty to nineteen. What a great effort! What a great effort! Now, I'm not going to knock you too much. You should have won the game. I'm not going to knock you too much, though. I got it. There were some bad you know, calls that went w- didn't go your way in that game. There were some penalties that should have been called by the refs that didn't go your way. I-, I got that. You know who else got that? The voters. The voters seen that, and they said, you know what? We're going to put you in the top 25. Let's go ahead and put you in the top 25, coach, because we see what your team can do. And then what do you do two weeks later? You're leading Texas Tech, an unranked Texas Tech, 24 to 14 at the half. And then you get outscored 23 to 10 in the rest of the game and lose in overtime. That's a pattern, coach. That is a pattern. That isn't just something that happened, you know, by happenstance. That isn't something that just, oh my God, he just has, he just has some, uh, he just had a, you know, some bad luck. No, this is a pattern that you have developed that you cannot finish games. And if I was a booster. If I was an alumni who donated money to the University of Texas, if I was a former player who had a say-so and donated money to, to the University of Texas, you know what I say? Hey, hold on, time out. We get it. Y'all went out and y'all got a name from the University of Alabama. We got it. We understand that. We, you, you went out and got a a, a a name out of the University of Alabama, and Steve Sarkeesian, who's you know, before the University of Alabama kids, we really say Steve Sarkeesian had a good name. No, he can't. Steve Sarkeesian has always been an underachiever. Now he's just a underachiever at the University of Texas, and you're paying him $5.45 million a game. Hey, University of Texas, Boosters alumni, former players. You thought I was going to give you a pass? Oh, you thought that I just saved all my criticism for the University of Houston and Dana Hogerson? Oh, no, no, no. I'm not a fan right now. I'll be a fan once I stop recording, and I'll go back like, damn, University of Texas, man, they got to get it together, man. UT, they got to get it together after I get off this microphone. But right now, your ass going to get roasted. because I'm not hearing the same type of criticism for Steve Sarkeesian in the first 16 games that I heard for Charlie Strong. Oh, maybe Charlie's just not the guy. Maybe Charlie's not the man. Maybe Charlie just, oh, oh, six and 10, that's outrageous. Six and 10, that's not the University of Texas way. That is not the Longhorn way. Hey, somebody fire up the odds of Texas. Hurry it up, let's listen to it. Come on, get it out there because that's the only thing that's gonna make me feel good. Hell no. You all kept saying, Charlie Strong isn't the man after 16 games. Steve Sarkeesian is seven and nine. Is he the man? Can he get it done? (laughs) Hey, at the end of the day, You got something to say to me? Big Star Sports with a Z at the end on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me. Cause you know why? Every day, all day, guess what I got? I just looked at my wrist, I got time today them crossing the line today. the be so real the love be fake. Be you and you've you you been, subscribe. you been subscribed i'm sorry you've been subscribed i need you to subscribe you've been listening to the sports talk with big sarge podcast i'm your host big sarge I'm out! Emotional damage!